Welcome to another episode of Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Dr. Brian Cole, your host, and today's episode will be on the ways to improve your fitness with cross-training. And I'll tell you, as a sports medicine physician and a team physician, I'm often asked about the benefits of cross-training. Patients will frequently ask if they can enhance their fitness and maximize their performance through multiple activities, and my answer is always a resounding yes. So first, a word from our sponsors, and then we're going to get deeply into it, the benefits and the ways to cross-train. The Sports Medicine Weekly Podcast is brought to you by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Being your best means always getting better. Whether you're looking to improve performance, relieve chronic back pain, or restore mobility through minimally invasive joint replacement surgery, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush delivers results. Their specialists are top ranked in Illinois and among the nation's best, working together to make your recovery faster, more complete, and a seamless experience. They'll get you back to living pain-free, often without surgery, so you can be your best every day. Schedule an appointment online at rushortho.com. Enhanced Medical Nutrition. Enhanced Medical Nutrition builds clinical nutrition products to help patients prepare better and recover faster. The Ortho Nutrition Bundle is a four-week perioperative nutrition program containing their clinical-grade whey protein isolate and complex carbohydrate powder. Developed in collaboration with internationally renowned nutrition researchers and surgeons, the Ortho Nutrition Bundle is designed to maintain muscle, support wound healing, and improve the recovery experience. To learn more, please visit www.emn.health. Karen Malkin Health Counseling. Have you tried Karen Malkin's new protein brownie bar and superfood bars? They're the best tasting bars on the market. Certified gluten-free, paleo, and no added sugar. Karen's protein brownie bars and superfood bars available on Amazon and at karenmalkin.com. Vericell. Vericell develops, manufactures, and markets autologous cell-based therapies for patients with serious diseases and conditions. For more information about their products, visit www.vcell.com. That's V-C-E-L.com. So over the years, I've seen the benefits of cross-training in terms of improving overall fitness, enhancing performance, and preventing injury. And in managing professional athletes, I think this comes up a lot. I think about some of the players that I've had the opportunity to evaluate and treat and get to know more closely. Some of the best athletes that I deal with are those that played multiple sports either in high school or college. And these are currently professional athletes who obviously they're, they're sport-specific, but when you talk to them about their injury history and their performance and their athleticism, it's fascinating how many of them actually excelled at more than one sport. Now, you know, arguably, most of us have one or two favorite sport activities, and when we have free time, we want, to, we want to spend what we're doing and doing what we love. So that could be skiing, training for a marathon, or playing for golf or tennis and so forth. But when you only participate in one activity, you're actually using the same muscle groups and the same skills repetitively. And that can actually limit the capacity for athletic growth and can lead to overuse injuries. And what's even more fascinating, what I alluded to, is it actually can improve your performance when engaging in cross-training. Now, cross-training pretty much helps to ensure that you're strengthening parts of your body other than the muscles. It helps the joints, the ligaments, and all the things that you use in your primary athletic activity. And typically, it's going to help your performance in your primary sport as well, as I've already alluded to. For example, runners who have strong legs and hips uh, can use cross-training to improve their speed by developing stronger muscles in their legs using resistance training and weight training. Now, there's an abundance of research in cross-training that shows that athletes who utilize cross-training are more fit and less prone to injury. 
So even if you want to spend all your time on the golf course or the basketball court, employing alternative exercises in your workout can actually improve your performance overall and, as I mentioned, in your specific field of interest. So what is cross-training? Let's just start with the basics. Cross-training is the use of various activities outside the normal drills and exercises commonly associated with the sport, and this is an effort to achieve overall conditioning. Now, the strict definition is any exercise or activity that can be used for cross-training if it is not a skill associated with a particular sport. An effective way of resting the body from the normal sport-specific activities while maintaining conditioning. It's an activity that provides a break from the normal impact of training in a particular sport. It gives the muscles, the tendons, the bones, the joints, and ligaments a break. The activity itself will target the muscles from a different angle or resistance in work to balance the athlete. These are the essential components of cross-training. So some typical cross-training activities include weight training, swimming, cycling, running, and even skiing. Circuit training and plyometrics, which are activities that use the speed and force of different movements to build muscle power, are also outstanding cross-training activities. So what are the benefits of cross-training? I've already alluded to uh, preventing injury, improving performance, and so forth. But there's abundance of research that have shown that athletes gain a number of benefits from cross-training. So the top five, and I'll go over these individually, are that it can improve overall fitness, it can prevent injury, it can improve stamina and aerobic capacity, it can provide a mental boost, and it can promote quicker healing. So with respect to improving overall fitness, cross-training conditions different muscle groups and allows you to vary the stress placed on specific muscles and even improves your cardiovascular system. After months of the same movements, your body actually becomes extremely efficient at performing those movements, and there's a lot of muscle memory. So that might be good for competition, but it limits the amount of overall fitness you possess and reduces the actual condition you get while training. So rather than continue to improve, you simply maintain a certain level of fitness. And the other thing, and I've mentioned this on previous episodes, is this heart rate variability. Now, heart rate variability is really important to maintain and modulate your autonomic nervous system. Heart rate variability is actually good. That's the amount of time between, heart, between specific heartbeats. Less heart rate variability is actually not good for your health. So cross-training can actually improve upon heart rate variability. That has immense advantages to cardiovascular health, stress management, and even anxiety. So in addition to the benefit of improving your overall fitness, cross-training can actually prevent injury. It's a very important tool in the injury prevention program of all of our athletes. It provides the athlete the opportunity to train hard all year round without running the risk of overtraining or overuse injuries. The simple process of just changing the type of training will actually change the stress that's distributed to the body. Cross-training will actually provide the muscles that are used in the primary sport, sport a break from the normal stresses that we put on them each day. As I mentioned, it can prevent overuse and reduce the risk of injury from repetitive strain. Now, the muscles are still worked, even very intensely, but without the normal impact or the repeated load, you're actually just addressing it from a different angle, per se. This will actually allow the muscles to recover from the wear and tear built up over a season. I would call it active rest. It's not just rest, but it's active rest from a certain activity. Real rest, true rest, or inactivity obviously is detrimental. So this is active rest, and it's a much better recovery tool than total rest or complete rest, and it actually forces our bodies to adapt to different stimuli. Now, one of the things that we've recognized is that cross-training can actually help reduce or reverse muscle imbalance in the body. For example, golfers, baseball players, pitchers, 
or an athlete who primarily uses one side of the body may develop an imbalance laterally or side to side between the two sides. That actually may lead to weakness in the shoulder girdle. It actually might compromise swinging for a batter or a pitcher uh, in terms of throwing. It might compromise shooting or the throwing arm. These imbalances are not good for athletic performance, so cross-training can actually improve upon that. Now, a thrower who throws thousands of pitches or shoots hundreds of free throws as a basketball player over a season, that will cause the muscle directly involved in throwing to become stronger when you're cross-training, while supporting the muscles in those unaffected by throwing will become weaker without cross-training. So cross-training can actually help balance the strength in the muscles on both sides of the body, as well as creating stabilizers through the muscle activity. Now, the balancing of strength and flexibility helps to prevent one muscle group due to strength and balance from pulling the body out of natural alignment. So those are the benefits of cross-training in addition to all the others that I've actually provided you. It can actually prevent muscle pulling and tears caused by one muscle exerting more force on the opposing group. It actually counterforces that. So this achievement of balance can have an important role in preventing injury. So while it can improve overall fitness, it can prevent injury and provide balance and symmetry across the body, it can also, it also improve stamina and aerobic capacity. So when athletes focus only on one activity, they tend to burn out after a while and they must stop and recharge. With cross-training, you can actually switch to a different exercise when a particular part of your body is feeling sore and allows you to continue the length of your training and increase your stamina. By expanding our aerobic capacity in this way, over time, we find that our stamina will actually improve. In addition to improving stamina and preventing injury and improving our fitness, cross-training can actually provide a mental boost. It can reduce the boredom that sets in after months of doing the same thing over and over again. So not only do you get muscle memory with doing the same thing repeatedly, it actually gets boring and I think we actually exert less effort it can reinvigorate athletes and help them get excited about other sports and activities. Learning new skill sets will actually challenge the mind and actually build self-esteem from research that we've, that we've seen. And finally, and this is evident in injury recovery and recovery following surgery even, it can promote quicker healing. Cross-training often, allow, often allows your body to recuperate faster from injuries but you, because you can alternate exercise and that can improve the condition caused by your regular activity. For example, Achilles tendonitis caused by overuse can be improved by eccentric strengthening, contracting and lengthening at the same time of your calf muscles. So employing alternative exercises not only gives your body the opportunity to heal from your previous activity, but in many cases, it'll actually help stretch and strengthen parts of your body that are causing pain. So I guess the next question is how do we execute? How do we create a cross-training routine? It's actually not that difficult. When you're developing a cross-training routine, just select exercises that require different movements than your preferred activity. Mix it up. For example, runners may want to include mountain biking to target leg muscles from different angles. Swimmers may start using free weights to develop and maintain strength levels. Or they actually may incorporate rock climbing to keep their upper body strong and maintain their endurance. So to customize your personal cross-training routine, you can select exercises from the group that I'll, that I'll talk about below. Depending on how often you work out, you can aim to use this cross-training routine at least once or twice a week. So the first is strength training. Strength training will increase your muscle and bone strength. It'll improve your balance and coordination and boost your metabolism. It's sort of your body's furnace. Adding strength training to your exercise routine will, with the following uh, examples, such as calisthenics, using free weights, dumbbells, bars, band training, weight machines, can all increase your muscle and bone strength and improve balance. 
And then there's the typical cardiovascular exercise, also very important. Now, it works your heart and lungs, but these exercises also work on various muscle groups. So you can use resistive, resistive strengthening and training and also incorporate cardiovascular activities. So that could be cycling, racquetball, basketball, court sports, ju jumping rope, rowing, running, skating, stair climbing, swimming. All of these actually can have a dramatic impact in cardiovascular experience. And it can, if you add speed, agility, and balance drills, that can also improve your cardio workout. And then there's flexibility and balance in training. So flexibility and balance are very important for your overall wellness at any age. Regardless of the type of exercise you do, it's crucial to stretch after workout to reduce pain and injury. So some of these activities might include balance training, single leg activities, Pilates, yoga, and stretching. Now, there is some research that talks about the frequency that we should engage in cross-training. Depending on your current workout schedule and the amount of time you have, I think it's good to just to aim to cross-train at least once or twice a week. Again, when you're picking goals, try to do things that are achievable, that are realistic. You can do one form of exercise, for example, each day, or more than one in one day, as long as you switch it up. So if you do both on the same day, you can actually change the order in which you do them to minimize muscle memory. You can actually, you can actually tailor cross-training to, to, to your needs and your interests and mix and match your sports and change your routine on a regular basis. Now, there are some risks to cross-training. It's a smart addition to any exercise program, but there are a few precautions to consider. Athletes can get a little bit overzealous when they assume a new activity, and that, can, that in and of itself can lead to injury or soreness in muscles and joints. So when you're embarking on a new cross-training regimen, try to do the following. Start slowly. If you've never done any sort of cross-training before or you're assuming a new activity, start off slowly. Cross-training will place different demands on your body, and if you're not used to it, it takes a few sessions for your body to adapt to this new activity. Make sure you do a thorough warm-up and cool-down, and that includes gentle stretching. New activities will actually place different demands on your body, so don't forget to incorporate regular stretching and flexibility training into your cross-training routines. What I've started to do recently, actually, is once or twice a week, a half an hour of stretching and uh, foam rolling and so forth for recovery in addition to the cross-training activities. It's also important to review and use proper technique. Before starting a new activity, get instructions in the proper techniques and the safety measures. So sometimes that actually takes some specific guidance. It goes without saying to wear proper clothing. But I think the most important thing is to avoid overtraining. In addition to varying your workouts, make sure to get adequate rest between your workouts. Use proper form and gradually increase duration and resistance over time. Many athletes will simply add cross-training to their current reg regimen other than just substituting it. So that in and of itself can actually lead to overtraining. So you've got to be a bit careful in terms of the intensity and the frequency. So even if you're a dedicated golfer, runner, or cyclist, if you aren't cross-training, you could be setting yourself up for a bunch of injuries and mental burnout. Adding variety to your exercise routine will improve your overall fitness by working more muscle groups, improving your agility, your flexibility, and reducing muscle imbalances. And finally, participating in other activities will keep your mind sharp. It'll reduce the boredom of the routine workouts, and it's going to keep you more motivated. So I hope you find this episode useful on cross-training. I encourage you to tune in other episodes of Sports Medicine Weekly, and thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, and please leave us a five-star review. Make sure to also follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com. 
Net proceeds from Sports Medicine Weekly go to support research at Rush University Medical Center in the Department of Orthopedics. The Sports Medicine Weekly podcast is brought to you by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Being your best means always getting better. Whether you're looking to improve performance, relieve chronic back pain, or restore mobility through minimally invasive joint replacement surgery, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush delivers results. Their specialists are top ranked in Illinois and among the nation's best, working together to make your recovery faster, more complete, and a seamless experience. They'll get you back to living pain-free, often without surgery, so you can be your best every day. Schedule an appointment online at rushortho.com. Enhanced Medical Nutrition. Enhanced Medical Nutrition builds clinical nutrition products to help patients prepare better and recover faster. The Ortho Nutrition Bundle is a four-week perioperative nutrition program containing their clinical-grade whey protein isolate and complex carbohydrate powder. Developed in collaboration with internationally renowned nutrition researchers and surgeons, the Ortho Nutrition Bundle is designed to maintain muscle, support wound healing, and improve the recovery experience. To learn more, please visit www.emn.health. Karen Malkin Health Counseling. Have you tried Karen Malkin's new protein brownie bar and superfood bars? They're the best tasting bars on the market. Certified gluten-free, paleo, and no added sugar. Karen's protein brownie bars and superfood bars available on Amazon and at karenmalkin.com. Vericell. Vericell develops, manufactures, and markets autologous cell-based therapies for patients with serious diseases and conditions. For more information about their products, visit www.vcell.com. That's V-C-E-L.com.